Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage? The show where we sit down with your favorite comedians and find out if they grew up classy or if they're absolute <laughs> trash. I'm your host, Dave Foley, coming at you on a beautiful day down here in the basement. Aunt Tootie's place. She's up there taking a nap, so let's try to keep it down. <laughs> she had a fucking tough night last night. My co-host is coming at you from right next to me. He's the CEO of RU Garbage. He's my best pal in the whole world. Give it up for Kevin James Ryan, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. As always, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. Those numbers are through the fucking roof. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, help us pay the bills. Patreon.com slash RU Garbage. You can get bonus uh, episodes of AYG. You'll you get hard feelings with just me and Foley. Love that money. And also top tier, we play. Uh, we do a live stream where we play AYG with you guys. You ask us questions, we ask you questions. It's a good fucking time. Get involved, baby. Yes, sir. I love you, buddy. Cool. <laughs> and how about a nice shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the pride of the Chicago comedy scene. Mm-hmm. We all know him as T Bone, Toby McMullen. Everybody. What up? We got a great show. Got a hot, we got, we a, got a hot one coming at you. Hot pod coming at you. Because, gang, we got a little fucking star power <laughs> in this dump today. Not the usual bozos you see running through here. <laughs> All right. This gentleman is an incredibly funny, incredibly successful stand-up comedian, podcaster, and actor. You have seen him. What do you get to this fucking Skip. rap sheet right here? This is like an episode of fucking Law & Order Special <laughs> Victims Unit. <laughs> we got Benders. We got Guy Code. Girl Code. The Late Show with David Letterman. Ooh, a good not one. that fucking hippie you got in the chair these days. <laughs> you got The Challenge. You have Gotham Comedy Live, Guy Court, Don Rickles One Night Only, Seth Meyers, Steve Harvey, his own Comedy Central Half Hour, The Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore, Comedy Knockout, What's Your Fucking Deal, Ultimate Beastmaster, Stupid Questions with Chris Stefano. This Week at the Comedy Celly, Tiger Belly, and most recently, Colin Quinn and Friends. He's got his own special out, Size 38 Waist. He has a brand new podcast out called Hey Babe. And, of course, he is one half of the History Hyenas. He's a young, good-looking kid with Kids a fucking w- great jawline. Gotta have a nice piece on him because he's a fucking big guy. Yeah. Yep. Give it the fuck up <laughs> for Chrissy Chaos. Chris Stefano, everybody. everybody. Thank you so much. That was the one of the best intros <laughs> I've ever had. Um, the only thing I worry about is because this is, I would think, one of the first podcasts we've done in Biden's America. Yeah. And uh, it's three white guys. I don't know if it's legal or illegal. <laughs> Toby's trans. It's okay. To- That's yeah. why he's off camera. What's his name again? Toby McMullen? It's Toby. like a made-up fucking name. For like, I mean, like a cop in a fucking novel. I'm going to need your badge, McMullen. If somebody said, what's your name? If I was a police officer and I pulled you over and you were like, and I was like, name, and you were like, Toby McMullen. I'd be like, what's your real fucking name? Your name's not Toby McMullen. Have you given a fake name to a cop? Um, have I given a fake name to a cop? No, I've never, I'm not, I'm the kind of guy I have, especially with the police, even though like, I know I like look like a cop and could probably get out of things. I, I have a certain degree of anxiety around cops because when I was 16 I was thrown up I had a baton stuck up my ass no I was I was like Rambo never made a movie about me yeah I know I was thrown up against the wall 
uh, like I was just walking home and I was thrown up against a wall, handcuffed. Wow. Yeah. And then it was just like timing. I'm thrown up against the wall, handcuffed, sitting down. They had me sitting down on like a fire hydrant stool thing. And I fit a description. It wasn't me. I was, I was coming home from basketball practice and my mother was walking by from work with groceries. And oh, was like, Chrissy. Yeah, she starts was, hitting them with her purse. <laughs> yeah, she was Let like, my boy go. Christopher, <laughs> what are you doing? And then the, Christopher, you keep your fucking mouth shut, all right? Yeah, and then and then I just was like, I didn't do anything, Mom. Like, I'm innocent. <laughs> no way she believed And you. then my mother, my mother said, this, again, was 16, so I guess it was 2000, year 2000. My mother was like, if you don't have, like, she, I didn't know. Like, my mom's just like a regular woman, like, doesn't know anything about the law, like, never got in trouble, nothing. She walked with the officer, and she was like, you need to tell me the charges on my son right now, or I'm getting my lawyer down here immediately. I've never heard my mom curse <laughs> in my life. I've never heard my mom curse in my life. And she was like, you fucking do it, and you do it now. Damn. Tell me the charges. And then they were like, do we have anything on this kid? And they're like, no, we didn't find anything. And then they unhooked me. And then it was just like one of those things where I was like, since then, I, like, I never give fake names to the police. I've had like this thing with the cops where I'm like, you know, and it's interesting too because there's been times where I've I've gotten pulled over and done that thing like in Liar Liar. I'm like, you know, I have there's weed in the back or I have unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> uh, parking tickets. Yeah. Dude, fucking don't rob a bank with this dude. Yeah, I'm just fucking. I'll, the I'll, jewels are in the trunk. Yeah, everyone's like, you know, because like the Stefano and the stories I tell about my dad, it's like, you know, I'll rat immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to point out too. I was gonna ask you if you think you're garbage, but when you use the term unhooked. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty. It's pretty tragic. Well, look, dude, I'm from a place called like Ridgewood, Queens, which is just a fucking garbage place. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful place, and I'm proud of it. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know, let's just say, you know, a few of my a few. Let's just say <laughs> a few of the people I grew up with were in Washington D.C. last week. <laughs> a lot of pipe fitters in Ridgewood. Yeah, the FBI was had a, had a presence in Ridgewood over the past couple of weeks. So it's just what it is, and you know. I'm I'm proud to be from that hood, but I, I kind of got out. I got my mother's still there, so I'm out and in at the same time. But yeah, I come from like you know the the lower not lower class, but like you know working we're just, class. We're like white, you know, we're yeah. fucking. It was like a it's like a neighborhood, like a very blue collar mm -hmm. neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We got you. We want to hear the. I want to hear the whole story. So start start from the beginning. You were born and raised in. Ridgewood. Ridgewood, Bushwick area. So that really, I was born in an area now that's like very gentrified. A lot of you know comedian peers live there now. A lot of like yoga stuff and all muffin shops and shit. Okay, but like yeah. when I was growing, like there's a, a pizzeria called Roberta's that's like a famous <laughs> pizzeria in Bushwick. And everybody goes, it's like a hipster, trendy spot. And I swear to God, it's on Flushing Avenue. In like 1997, that's where I saw my first dead body. Jeez, there was a homeless guy. Christ. His body was laying there on fire. So we had just what? missed. We had just missed. Pizza must be good, huh? And dude, everybody. So every, much for the coal oven. Everybody's parents. When I was a kid, everybody's parents. It didn't matter what fucking race, religion, whatever you are. Everybody's parents like, do not pass Flushing Avenue. Do not go past Flushing Avenue. You can't do it. It gets bad down there. And then, you know, the one time we do it or the first time we did it, we saw a homeless guy. We assumed to be homeless, just on fire, laying in the middle of the street. And then literally at that intersection is where the Roberta's Pizza place is now, which is like a vegan fucking trendy yeah. place where I'm like, and look, it's good for us. It's kind of like Texas oil money where like my mother owns <laughs> the same. Yeah. A bunch <laughs> of idiots not going to have a lot of money. Yeah, my mother yeah. my mother owns the same dilapidated bullshit house that I grew up in. Hasn't changed anything since 1984. And it's like she could sell it probably for millions of it's dollars crazy. right now to some fucking That's idiot awesome. who like wants to live near the L train. I'm like, mm -hmm. dickhead, if you want to pay 10 grand for a rat-filled <laughs> studio, do it.
like uh, whatever your fucking dream is. I mean, but I know that this neighborhood, we're kind of sitting there like, why do people want to live here in Ridgewood Bushwick? But it's a new hot spot. Yeah. So, you know, it's good investment for us, I guess. Same the- thing happened in Philly. All my all my uncles lived in this town called Fishtown. And then that was like the Brooklyn wow. of yeah, Philly. Yeah, the Philly punchline is, right? Yeah, 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 right there. And yeah. like they all just like cashed out and like bought like fucking houses down in like Wildwood, New Jersey. Smart. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, because it's like, look, dude, you know, if you want to fuck, if these hipsters want to come in here and, you know, whatever, whatever they want to do, dude, you want to yeah. go, to, you know, 12 to a, 12 people in a one bedroom. <laughs> Fine, dude. It's 15 G's a month, <laughs> but you can walk to the L train, and there's yeah. diversity, which uh, I, it's very important to you. Yeah. So here it is, baby. Yeah. You know the the border of of Brooklyn Queens is always an interesting thing. And I thought I thought you were a Bay Ridge guy. Well, Bay Ridge is where I live now, where where Giannis Giannis used to live. It's where our studio is for right. the uh, history. I so we did a lot of Bay Ridge stuff. But I I went to school at St. Joseph's, which was in downtown Brooklyn, and a lot of those kids were from Bay Ridge. So I started going and hanging out in Bay Ridge on Third Avenue since I've been like 20 years old. Is that a hump from from, uh, from Ridgewood? What did you just say? Is that a hump? hump. Yeah. yeah never a, heard what that? the fuck is that? Is that <laughs> Philly <laughs> stuff or is that garbage shit? It's trash. He's just That's trash. trash. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably trashy Philly if we want to yeah. get into it. Because a hump is like a hike. Because I know that there's you know there's Philly things and and all that stuff, but it's like when you say a hump, it's like I gotta know. <laughs> Like, that's not everybody in Philly, right? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Just yeah. his dirtball family. No, which is great. I love it. Yeah. But um, it's, yeah, Bay Ridge. Bay Ridge is that. <laughs> he literally took offense to you saying that. I love it. I love he was it. like, hold on, what'd you say? What? No, because it's like, uh, no, I, I'm not offense, but I'm just like, what a the? nice conversation. I'm all just like, what the fuck? I, yeah, but but Bay Ridge is Bay Ridge is the last neighborhood in Brooklyn. So yeah. it's, it's really one of those things like where even the prices of houses are high there because that neighborhood, it, you know, it's, it could be corrupt at times where it's like they want to keep people out. They want to keep the price high. I'll tell you this. In 2016, when Trump got elected, <laughs> I I went out where every other neighbor, I'll never forget. I uh, When he got elected, you know, I was in the West Village and then I went to go visit my mom in Bushwick and it was like somber. It felt like 9-11. Like it genuinely, because I was in New York on 9-11, it felt like 9-11. Mm-hmm. Bay Ridge was a fucking party. <laughs> I had the pots and pans out. How about this? I went to a, a bakery. I went to a bakery on 3rd Avenue. They were handing out free black and white cookies because Trump won. Oh they were just God. giving everybody a free black and white it's cookie. the most New York They're thing like, ever. They're like, it's a great day. The yeah. chocolate icing <laughs> yeah. scraped off. Fucking Nino's, Nino's, uh, Nino's Pizzeria on 3rd Avenue a couple of Halloweens ago. I was taking my daughter trick-or-treating in Bay Ridge. They gave my everybody else given candy. Nino's gave put a cup of marinara sauce in my kids' goodie bag. They're like, and they're like, it's bat's blood, sweetie. It's bat's blood. I was like, holy shit. That's fucking yeah, but they're great. As you know, it's like they're great people. Like they're loyal people, sure, good people. Yeah, but it's, yeah. I get it. How like if you're not from New York. And you have come here, like, let's say, you know, the people we know to pursue comedy and you're like woke and dope, which is fine, whatever. But like you come to Bay Ridge, it's just like it's a different just, world. Just understand that people don't <laughs> think like you, yeah, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. they're not bad people, but it's like they're they just they, they'll give you the shirt off their back. But it's like, just know, like, you know, they don't necessarily <laughs> love AOC. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't see eye to eye on everything. Yeah, which is which I think is which for me is like, that's fine. Like I think there should be a Bay Ridge and there should be a Williamsburg, Brooklyn, polar opposites. That's what the beauty of America is. But mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like, well, now you can't even have like a discourse. You can't even have a disagreement. It's like one side. It has to be my way or the highway, which is just a huge problem. No, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. What's the, uh, your mom and dad, they were, were they married? No. Okay. Yeah, you got a story. Yeah, tell, us, tell, us, tell us the story yeah. from, from Jump. So my father, okay, so here's the thing. 
My mother, mm-hmm. highly educated, articulate woman, graduated from Columbia University, Ivy League school. That shit doesn't happen out of Ridgewood. Worked That's in the towers. Stock, yeah. Worked in the towers. Well, second who'd she t- worked for? Second tower that was hit. She worked for an insurance company called, uh, I'm sorry, a bank called Bank of Nova Scotia. Nice. So, so I think that was the company at the time. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was still the name of the company when she was on 9-11. But, so she worked in the second tower that was hit. Right. But where they met was, and she was fine, and it was all good. But 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 where where they met was, it's so ridiculous too. Because on this is just like fucking, you know, again Brooklyn Ridgewood shit. My mom on nine eleven. I don't know what's happening to my mom. I'm hysterical, crying, got into a huge fight, broke a chair over a kid's head. It was like a whole fucking thing. Yeah, we, I've seen <laughs> the thing seen at the, the cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fucking, okay. it's yeah. one of the best things ever. So that yeah, so basically that in a nutshell is just I broke a chair over a kid's head because I was crying because I thought my mom was dead. I fucking put this kid in almost a coma because I just smashed his kid head. I got thrown out of the school. My father had to come down and start negotiating with the principal, basically threatened the principal's life, told him that if he doesn't put me back into school, because my father is was a career criminal yeah, when I was a he's a, a neighborhood guy. He's a neighborhood guy, yeah, and yeah. he was like, look, he told the, the, the principal straight up. He said, look, he's, and, and this is why like, I knew my dad was like a real guy and he even gave me the chills. He was like, I'll fucking, he goes, either you put my son back in school he said, I'm going to come over there and break both your legs. He's like, because here's the thing. He said, he said, I know you're going to think that I wrote that line. That, he's like, I know you're going to think that I heard that line in a movie. He's like, but I'm one of the guys they write the movies about. He goes, I'd rather go to prison. Cold as ice. He, and he said to him, he's going, I'd, I'd rather go back to prison and be with my friends then you throw him out and me have to listen to his mother's fucking mouth for the rest of my life. Dude, I've watched the clip like a hundred so, times. But I he, fucking so love good. it. But yeah, he yeah. said to me, he said, he said, it's an easy choice for me, but... What choice are you going to make? And then he told me, Chrissy, lock the door. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, oh, shit. So my dad's like a real dude yeah. like that. And then, and then my mom, by, by the way, was She's fun. New Yorker. She's from New York. Everybody, my whole family from New York. York. Everybody's from New York. So what did they mean? Like how, did Sandra all, how did this all happen? It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. But real quick, it's just my mom after 9-11, when 9-11, the day of, I didn't know where she was. When I finally get home, like I thought like she was like a ghost. I thought like she was dead or whatever, but she was there bleeding from her legs. And I'm like, oh my God. I like was going to, in that moment, I was like going to join the Marines. I'm like, they fucking, these fucking terrorists, Osama Bin Laden, Osama Bin Laden tried to fuck my mom. Like, you know, like, like you're doing stuff like that. Like, you know, but she was like, she was like, I'm like, what happened? Oh my God. Like, is it somebody else's blood? She's like, no, no, no. I fell off the bus in Brooklyn. And I was like, how do you escape 9-11 and then you fall off the Q55? What the fuck? But, but my father was career criminal. Um, my mother, Ivy League graduate. They met at a walkathon. My mother was walking in the walkathon, raising money for whatever great cause. Because my mother's just like a great, genuinely like great TV mom person. Okay. And my father was doing community service on the side of the walkathon, so he was in like a full orange jumpsuit, picking up garbage, flirting with women, walking through this. Hey, walk-a-thon. Blondie, where you going? Yeah. And my mother says that he squeezed her. She feels a squeeze, and he was squeezing her butt. What? With the garbage pickups, <laughs> laughing, and she was such That's an art. She was such like an articulate, well-to-do, goody-two-shoes woman. She was like, you know, I wanted to. Slum have it. a fling with a bad boy, and you're the result. Wow. So, so I have this interesting thing where it's like, well, I, I, I know it's interesting, but it's just this dichotomy about me where it's like my mother's highly educated, so I got you know pushed in school, got all the way through graduate school, got a doctorate degree in physical therapy on my mom's side, and then on my father's side, it's like I was taught – at 12, 13 years old, like, I know how to hotwire a car. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, and, and, and they, he never taught me that because he was actively, I wasn't involved in any of his crimes, nothing like that. Like, they would do that, like, for fun and be like, my dad thought that was important to know. Like, yeah. my dad thought it was important to, like, 
know how to like shoot a gun but it's like he doesn't have a gun license but, but there was guns in the house you're like leo from the departed I yeah so it. it's like walks in yeah. both worlds baby well Gian- Giannis always makes funny he always says um um what's what a oh, goodwill hunting he's like you oh, know, it's yeah, like goodwill yeah, hunting yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. like you're from this neighborhood but it's like you know like you're fucking have this like education or whatever but that's all my mom that's all my mother is like she was like you're going to be high you're going to be as educated yeah, as you're what a, you have a doctorate or a, you're a physical a therapist physical therapist you have a doctorate doctorate degree in physical therapy i haven't practiced so you're it's, dr de stefano i mean technically yeah but i don't ever do that or call i dude because it, it's like oh so what am i going to do fucking massage you it's like i'm not, I'm not <laughs> lock the door but I, but I do have a clinical doctorate i could like teach in universities and stuff like that but i haven't practiced since 2013 2014 but with the pandemic my license had expired with the pandemic governor cuomo from new york just reinstated every health professional's oh, license so shit. i have just have a full active license again <laughs> which is crazy it's like i can legally just do this again i have no idea what i'm doing i forgot everything but i could walk in and be like yeah dude i fucking got it <laughs> it's like i have no business having my license act i genuinely first of all when i stopped practicing I was a pediatric physical therapist working with like mentally and physically handicapped kids so it's like to to go from that to like try to like work on an adult it because when the quarantine when COVID was getting like really crazy and the quarantine was getting really nuts. It was like, you know, fuck, like I got a kid. I got another kid on the way. I'm like, just bought a house. I'm like, am I going to have to start doing physical therapy again? <laughs> yeah, and dude. then I tried to like just work on um, my girl, my girlfriend who like, and was like, let me just try it. And I literally, one of the first techniques I tried to do, I pulled her hamstring <laughs> and she for three weeks couldn't exercise. Like uh, literally the first thing, like she was crying on the floor. No pain. refunds. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm used to working with smaller hamstrings. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Wait, yeah. okay. So without going into too much detail, if you can or not, like d- describe your dad. Like what, okay. what, what are we talking about here? No, my dad, it's one of those things where it's like people like I, I never really witnessed him do anything. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I fuck, you know who my fucking father is. I always... No, like when people start saying that, it's like, oh, it's probably because your family is nothing. Right. That's why. Because if you actually were a part of it, you'd be like, I'm not necessarily yeah, proud of this. I talk about comedy and I embellish details and all that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was one of those guys like he just fucking is a wild guy. Like, But the thing is with my dad, it was always like right intention, wrong move. Nobody, in my opinion, like loves me more than my dad. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes I would tell these stories and people be like, oh, that's sad. Or like a therapist would be like, no, what are you talking? Like, I, my dad is like the greatest guy. Like he would take me to the OTB racetrack and then he'd take me to Aqueduct <laughs> racetrack and watch the horses, mm-hmm. which he'd be like, oh my God, you shouldn't do that. Because we're like, I'm like, he's like a degenerate gambler. But like, he. It, hey, I, kid, pick a number one through 10. I like had the best time. It was like living like in a Bronx tale. Like they yeah. buy me pretzels, I drink Mountain Dews, and it would be the whole thing. Like he would take me to Aqueduct, <laughs> he would buy me, take me to Aqueduct racetrack for the day, and then it would be the same thing when we got to my corner. He would be like, remember, what did we tell your mother? Where were we? And I was like, at the zoo. He would always <laughs> tell me to tell my mom. Really? That he took me to the Bronx Zoo. And I, like, that's what, you know, and I thought, but we were watching the horses. Gang, we got big news here at the RU Garbage Studios here at Antutties. RU Garbage is joining the Stereo app, and we could not be more excited. Stereo is a free live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. So Uncle Hank and Kippy are going to be doing some special triple bonus shows for you on the Stereo app, okay? And if you don't know what Stereo is, Stereo is an application that allows podcast creators to build a more intimate relationship with their fan base, okay? It's a very engaging product. You can record a message. You can send it in. We're going to be doing live shows. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. We love it because you can do it from anywhere. It's like having a little podcast studio right in your hand. Are You Garbage could not be more excited to offer our listeners a new way to interact with us. So join us 
Thursday night, January 28th at 9 p.m., live on the Stereo app. We're going to be doing our first show. You can download the free Stereo app, and you can select Are You Garbage so you can connect with us wherever you live. It doesn't matter where you are. We're going to be right there. Like, we're all in the same room. It's going to be fantastic. Just do me a favor. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for more details. And if you want to hurry up and get started, you can go to Stereo.com slash Are You Garbage Get yourself signed up. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Thursday, January 28th, 9 p.m., Are You Garbage on Stereo App. It's going to be great. Hang on a second there, gang. It's your old pal, Uncle Hank. I want to take a quick minute and talk to you about honey. Listen, we all shop online. We know this, okay? And we've all gotten to the checkout, and we've seen that promo code field just staring at us like we're a bunch of idiots because we got nothing. Well, now, Honey can make that a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the Internet for promo codes and applies the best ones to your cart. Okay? Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from anything, from gaming products to popular fashion brands, food delivery. I'm going to tell you right now, I got it. I installed it. It's free. Uncle Hank got a pizza for 6 bucks last night. 6 bucks. Don't tell Kippy because I'm not supposed to be eating pizza. But with Honey... You got to make a move on it. It's unbelievable. Listen, gang, I want to be clear here. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, okay? They found them $2 billion in savings. That's B-illion, not million, billion. So let's get a little call to action here, all right? I'm putting it on you, the Garbaggio Army, to go out there and support Honey, okay? If you don't already have Honey... You could be straight up missing out on free savings, okay? It's literally free. It installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid, and you're supporting this podcast. You're supporting the people that support this podcast. So listen up. Get Honey for free. You want to go to joinhoney.com slash garbage. That's joinhoney.com slash garbage and start saving today. Now let's get back to the show. And then he would, <laughs> so and then the OTB racetrack in my neighborhood. So in Ridgewood, when I grew up, if you went to the left, there was the OTB racetrack. If you went to the right, you would get to you. The, if you went, it was basically like a fork in the road. The church was at the top of of the hill. So if you went to the right, you could get to the church. If you went to the left, you could get to the church. But to the left, the OTB racetrack, when my father was taking me, which my mother told me, do not take him in there. It's all degenerate gamblers and losers which he would take me there all the time, he would be like, you know, when you go to church with your mother and I'm not here, you always go to the right. You never go to the left because he knew if I walked past the OTB racetrack, all these people, Scotty Karate, Johnny <laughs> Johnny the Screw. Hey, there he is. Yeah, Johnny the Screw, Scotty Karate. I was like their lucky charm because I would always pick like good horses. They would rub my head and, you know, fucking Johnny the Screw gave me a sip of beer when I was eight. You know, like, so it's like awesome stuff. And it's like, and it's like, and I remember one time, like I forgot and like I walked past the OTB racetrack, at, uh, the OTB place, and my fucking, they were like, yo, Chris, hey, what's up, whatever. And my mother was like, do you know these guys? And I was like, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, they're in my class. And I, was like, and I was like, no, and I never said anything about it. I said, I don't know how they know me, whatever. My mom was like, well, if they know you, you're a little boy, like, what's going on then? She it's, knew you were lying. Well, she knew, but I never said anything. And then my, Good for you. And, and it was crazy. And then my mother called my father, and she's like, we all need to have a talk about what's been going on with, with our son because my parents were divorced. They got divorced immediately. So they did get married. Um, I think they got married, but they were divorced. I mean, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure my mother told me she was pregnant with me serving divorce papers. Wow. So, so I think they may have gotten married quickly because, like, Catholic guilt, bullshit, whatever. Sure. Mm -hmm. But divorced immediately. 
but but um you know my father I'll never forget like we're having a having a you know the meeting my dad I'm sitting there whatever and my dad comes up the stairs and my mom is like you know we really need to speak about your son's behavior and what's been going on and and he's been at the racetrack and doing these things and you would think like the father would be like you know like Chris you whatever like you know, I shouldn't have taken you there. And my dad said to my mom, he goes, I got nothing to say to you, lady. My, <laughs> he goes, my son's not a rat, and that's a good thing. That's what he said. And wow. then she was – I remember my mother, like, who never does this. I'll never forget. She went into the fridge and cracked open a Sam Adams and just drank it alone at the kitchen table. <laughs> she was like, I have now – I'll never forget. She was like, I have now aligned myself with a fucking man. And it, I'm telling you, till I – my whole – as I got older and, like, needed less and less responsibility and uh, got my own independence or whatever, it became – you know, less and less of a problem. But for most of my life, my parents didn't talk. You know, my once I got old enough, my mom and dad were like, okay, we created you. Like, we both love you independently, but like, I don't care what she's doing. She doesn't care what I'm doing. Not till well, I have- better off, bro. Better off. Yeah, but yeah. And how often would he see you? My dad, ne my dad's one of those guys, never missed a basketball uh, game of mine. My very first show I ever did in 2010 at the fucking Maui Taco. My dad was in the front Gee. row laughing at all these jokes that- we're fucking potentially incriminating him and his friends. Because, you, know? you know, I've been doing this 10 years now. I didn't have at that time, you know, you develop a bit of a skill set where it's like I could tell a story and, and embellish the right details, but also make it sound believable, protect the innocent. Back then, I was just naming names. Because I just was like, I just want to get laughs. And yeah, yeah, my course, dad, dude. it was just like, whatever. And uh, <laughs> But he never missed anything. And my mother didn't either. My mother, both great individual parents, but not until I had my daughter five years ago were they like, now we're going to come together. And now it's like uh -huh, they actually sweet. they actually like get along because it's like my dad's been remarried to my stepmom who's awesome for 30 years. Mm -hmm. My mom has her fucking cats and shit. Like it's just everybody's happy. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and everybody loves my daughter. Like my daughter has now become like the centerpiece of the family. So sure. that's what's like beautiful about having a child. I know this is fucking gay and my dad would be watching this like <laughs> suck it. Just suck the microphone. <laughs> but it's like it is beautiful children where it's like she just, you know, my parents didn't talk at all. And now it's like just this child is like, Fucking boom. And I'm having a second child due date July 4th. Really? Due date July buddy. 4th. That kid's a patriot. And if that baby, <laughs> if that baby comes out on July 4th, there's one name and one name only. Donald. <laughs> Donnie D. I don't Fucking I like it. Boy or girl, the kid's name's Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and, yeah. Oh, congr congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, man. it's what it is. It's quarantine stuff. Me and my kid's mom actually split up for a little. Me and my girl split up for a little while. And then... Quarantine kind of brought us back together, just little by little, and then it's just once those past the goalie. It's what it is. She's a beautiful, like sexy Puerto Rican girl, and it's like it's just when that's the thing. It's like even my <laughs> father. Kid's got a sweet tooth. Because when we first met, it's, dude, it, it, it's so funny too. Because when I got her, when I, I get it. You don't gotta sell us on yeah, hot, what the on fuck? hot no. Puerto Rican chicks, yeah. dude. No, I'm but, in. But my dad, because it's funny. Like I told my mom, who like you know, because when I first had you know my my daughter Delilah, she. We, I didn't know her mom. It was the second date, and her mom got pregnant. We were just like, oh, fuck. So I barely even know this one. We're about to have a baby. Whatever, whatever. I tell my mom. She flips out. And then I go to my father and stepmother, and I'm like, you know, like, like um, I, I did this. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't need you guys to yell at me. I just need your support. But, like, I think You were excited. You I was excited. I was like, I, I, we're going to. There was never a doubt in your mind. You know, I'm like, she hits you up. She says, hey, yeah. I'm pregnant. I'm like, you know what? Like, fucking fine. I, I got my career going. I got my education. Sure. Beautiful girl. I know at the very least we'll make a, hopefully, you know, she's such a beautiful girl. We we'll have a beautiful daughter. Mm -hmm. And if things don't work out, they don't work out. Whatever. Like, life is too short to get caught up on that shit. Similar to your parents' situation. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, if they make it work, I can make it work. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know. I'm telling them that, and my stepmother's just like, you know, like yelling. You know, she's an older woman. She's like, I can't believe you would do this with the career, or whatever. And then my dad's like, 
All right, it happens. He goes, let me see a picture. Let me see a picture of this girl. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then so I show it, and my dad looks at my son and goes, he goes, D, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> he goes, are you kidding me, Chris? And then in front of his wife, my son, he goes, does she have a hot mom? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then my stepmom's like, yeah, what, what is she going to do with you? Fuck it. He goes, he goes, I'm going to trade you in for two 22-year-olds. She goes, I'd like to see you try, you fat fuck. She was like, that's what, yeah. She's like, I'm sure that's what her hot Spanish mom wants. Your fat ass with diabetes. She going to go eat a dialysis, you fat fuck? And then he's like, you see what I got to deal with? It's just like. He's yapping broads. It's these fucking broads. He's like, we're going to have a baby. Yeah, he's just like. And, and he's like. Don't yell in front of the baby. He's like the greatest fucking, you know. And, and, and it's funny because he was like. Oh, man. He was, and he's like, his logic is like wild. He's like, here's, here's the mistake you made, Chris. He's like, you shouldn't have told your mother. He goes, you shouldn't have told your mother. What you should have did is he said you should have introduced her. My girl's name is Jasmine. He goes, you should have introduced her to Jasmine. Okay, don't say nothing about the pregnancy. He goes, you introduce her to Jasmine. He goes, let your mother get pregnant with the idea of Jasmine being pregnant. <laughs> he goes, you gotta, he goes, you gotta impregnate your mother with the uh, idea of Jasmine being pregnant. It's actually really and I was like, smart. That's, he's it's like, cause think about it. Three months in, she loves this broad all of a sudden. Oh, we have a baby. Not so big of a deal. Yeah. He goes, but now you bring this girl home. She's pregnant. She's got oh. a tattoo on her tit. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> he goes, he goes, you're an idiot. Yeah, but that's tough. If you go, if you just introduce her and then your mom hates her, and then you gotta be like, well, yeah. change your plan. She's no, pregnant, but you know, she doesn't though. She, she doesn't. No, no, no. But that's the thing. It's it's one of those things where it's like when you have a child. At least in my situation, which I feel very grateful and blessed, is like my child just. You, you overcome the differences you may have with one another for whatever because we're like, sure. hey, we're raising a kid here. So we got to get over our bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what's happened uh, in my life, in, in my family with her. And, and, you know, we'll see what happens with this fucking second kid now. <laughs> this I kid mean, plays it fast and yeah, loose. Because that, that was one of those things, too, where they were like, my mother was like, I thought you and Jasmine broke up. I was like, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, so I guess you're back together now? I was like, we're kind of. steady. Yeah. <laughs> you guys live together now? Yeah, we live together now. So yeah, you we, guys moved in, so the kid's there the whole nine Yeah, every kid's there. And, and she had a, has a son from a previous relationship. So I'm kind of like a, you know, I am his stepdad as well. So it's like, that's cool. I'm cool with his dad. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I think sometimes with my life, people have said, I don't know how you deal with this. I don't know how you do it. But like, because I'm in it, I just am like happy. I'm like, ah, well, I'll make it work. I'm just very one. Sure. Yeah. Some people think it's naive, but I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Like we can all like aliens are going to come worry any about second and yeah, kill yeah, us. Yeah. It's fucking, you know, COVID everywhere. It's like, just shut up. Like, just be happy, dude. Yeah. That's no. how I, that's how I live my life. Stick and move. Man. How old's the, how, the stepson? He's 10. He's 10. He's 10, which is, you know, he, and now it's funny because he's at that age now too, where he's like, you're not my fucking dad. And I'm like, no, I know. You're right, you little shit. I know. I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, you know, but, but I kind of even view him as, instead of viewing him as like a stepson, because I feel like sometimes when I say stepson or think about that, like that's the, that's the kind of trouble people get into, stepfathers or stepparents get into where you're like, oh, he's not, he's not mine. He's sure. somebody yeah, else's. It draws a line so down. So I yeah. Coming as view, I often call him my daughter's brother. So the Ooh, connection is for me. That's good. So this is why it's like, yes, he's not my child, but he is my daughter's brother, and my daughter is my daughter. So it's like, right. I need to make sure this kid is great and feels great because he's going to protect my daughter when I'm not there. I would hope. So it's like daughter's brother. So that's the connection. You know, I come, I come, uh, but you know, it's also it's like not my kid. So sometimes it's like I want to fucking yell at this kid, but I can't. So there's there's been plenty of times where I'm like, shit, I want to yell him to clean his room, but I'll just go in the bathroom and jerk off. You know, <laughs> he lives with me too. Yell. He lives with me too. 
Damn, yeah. three bedroom. I got a fucking three beddy, baby. Look at you. Yeah. Yes, he does all right for you himself. Got a little bit of cash. On Kids you. got a little, little bit of cash. How much cash you got on you right now, Chris? Right now, right now, you I carry cash. You a cash guy? Right now, I got six hundred in cash because I sold merch at Sold Joel's <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> when this morning? What no, the fuck? Oh, this weekend. But I got six hundred in cash, fuck face. Because <laughs> I sold fucking t-shirts outside the fucking heated comedy dome in Boys for Pennsylvania. Six hundred. Six hundred. Yeah, well, that ain't too shabby. That's fucking great, dude. The kid moves some shirts. Kid can move. Why do you still have the cash on you? Because I... That's the Italian in them. Because I'm from Ridgewood, Queens. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, you got to have cash on you, number one. Number two, it's like, this fucking government's not going to tax my fucking t-shirt <laughs> get, cash. Get your merch So the money. government doesn't know about it. Take a hike, Bernie. That's why I said 700, because it's really two Gs. <laughs> why you said 600. Yeah. I'll do it. Di- every time the camera's on me, it's a different number of cash I got in my fucking pocket. <laughs> Oh, man. Holy You got five shit. G's in your new yeah, Air Forces. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck it. got a duffel bag full of cash <laughs> on cash. I got 20 bucks. I sold 30000 worth of merch <laughs> this weekend. It's a big dome. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Soul Joe, yeah, baby. Soul Joe's doing great, dude. He's doing great. We were out there. You guys he, went he out there for yeah, the first yeah, yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. The dome wasn't up, but yeah. I, I, I started my career doing uh, shows with the great Soul Joe. And and it's one of those things where it's like everybody's playing in Joel's world now. It's yeah. like for the long dude, he, he's like the king of the East Coast. He's doing he's making more money than a lot of comedy clubs. And I gotta yeah. be honest, you know, Tim Dillon's going down there. You guys went down there. Louis was down there. It's like go if you're looking. I feel like Royersford, Pennsylvania is like Royersford. a big comedy. Jay. Ari. Everybody goes there. Souljoles.com. Yeah. Go go. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That dome is pretty sweet. The dome is. Sick. We were supposed to be the first show with the with dome, the do- dude. And we, we pull up. into town at like 4 p.m. There's one guy with a fucking screwdriver trying to set that <laughs> oh, thing up. Literally, and like we were two hours before showtime. We're like, this ain't gonna fucking happen. So they just they just bailed on. We the just dome. had the heaters, but it was fucking great. It was, it was great. great, dude. Yeah, it was nice. And the do- when you guys go back, if you go back in the winter and do the dome, the dome now makes it like it's. You feel like you're inside. Yeah, Even though yeah, it's yeah. perfectly it safe and legal, yeah, it's yeah. like the, the the laughs don't dissipate. They mm-hmm. hit off the top of the fucking it's dome. Great, oh, dude, what stuff. we're doing with our lives is crazy. You're it's like, nah, the them. dome's pretty good. The yeah. dome's pretty good. God, I'm making money in Royersford. <laughs> Six hundred and kids moving merch. Man. Yeah, That's pretty nice. I bought a house in Royersford with the t-shirt money. Buy <laughs> 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 a neighborhood with the t-shirt money in Royersford. Bought my own dome. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Chrissy's dome right next door. And yeah. you just bought a car, right? Don't you have a sweet whip? I got a sweet whip. I well, here's the thing. I got. He's I, Chrissy New Money. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Spend no, a little. You, cage. You've had cash for. A you've while. been doing well for because we moved up. You were like just yeah, getting you were hot, hot in New York. I I would tell you. you used to roll around the village with a couple of smoke shows cup, too. Pff, it's what it is. <laughs> Cut that part out. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I used to be. Listen, everybody knows. Even my girl knows. My nickname used to be Chrissy Drip Drop. It's just what it is. And some of them, you know, it's just like I liked. You know, it's one of those things too. About about <laughs> about like yeah you know when I was single whatever hooking up with girls it's like you know people be like oh there's a lot of girls like you know like whatever it's like you know they're involved too it's like you know yeah, for yeah, as yeah, much yeah. lonely sex as as people are like oh that's lonely you're a sex addict it's like what we, we all like fucking that's ugly people talk <laughs> I know <laughs> I know it's like people saying you're a, it's like dude it's like you know we would kind of you know you listen there was definitely times it's like you use sex to fucking to replace a drug yeah, or whatever, no, whatever but it's like yeah. the women's doing it like we're both doing it it's like it's like sometimes it's, yeah, it's like a mutual uh it's a mutual sex thing where yeah. i'm like yeah like i but there was a time where i was like it was getting a little out of control it's like you can't have five girls that you hooked up with show up at the comedy cellar <laughs> well i remember <laughs> i remember uh 38 years old we got to new york after being in philly for a you few were years i was 38 yeah. 
right? And we're doing fucking shows at the Lantern, fucking living off dollar slice pizza. Go over to the fucking cellar and see you and Schultz fucking running right. around just like, right. like fucking rock That was when stars. MTV was fucking. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to work for Andrew Schultz right now. Yeah. <laughs> What's I'll up, Schultzy? Schultz. Yeah. I'm sorry it. I'm not wearing your merch. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Tim Dillon. Yeah. No. But no, you've but been doing team Schultz. For a while. Schultz, Schultz, and I, I will say about Schultz though. Oh, we love him. We were just, and, uh, yeah, 100% no, and the I'm best. sure a lot the of people. He's a big mentor to us, and yeah. people know this about him or not. But like, just if if you know, I was someone who who's worked with Andrew when for years. Yeah. Guy Code when Guy Code and Girl Code came out, which were very popular shows on on MTV back in 2011, 12, 13. Schultz, the vision that Schultz Schultz is one of the examples of someone who I've known. I've watched him from the beginning come up where he the vision that he had for himself he had eight years ago yeah. when we were doing MTV Guy Code when he didn't give a fuck when he was doing the Guy Code Girl Code and then going on the road not selling as many tickets but he didn't care he believed in the he believed in the podcast and the YouTube product before anybody saw it hmm. he knew exactly what was coming and now it's one of those things where it's like you know people think Schultz is is overnight or the people just saw him on the Netflix no, and they're turning phone it's like no no no. Schultz, that's Schultz. Dude, is, he's been murdering in New York for a decade. Twice murdering, the, twice murdering. the king. Schultz has been 10, 12, 15 years at this. So it's like one of those things where it's like, for guys like me, like his his peers or guys that came up with him, everybody respects Schultz because they're like, this guy worked for every single yeah. ounce of yeah, what yeah, he yeah, has. Yeah. 100%. He hustles, dude. Because the guy code, girl code stuff, it 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 did well for us and it gave, made our Twitter numbers go up and Instagram numbers go up, but not the ticket sales. The ticket sales was all his methodical plan so it's 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 cool to watch that's the stage of the career i'm at now where like people who i used to do the village lantern with or the maui taco or you know we used to do the laugh lounge i don't know if you guys but that was gone might have been close. Got here, yeah. like all those guys are now like snl and movie directors and all these people or like humongous comedians and it's like so now i'm at the stage where it's like oh my peers are like becoming like the the way like the next Chappelle. serious people it, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. so that so i'm seeing now how I was always because I was always like when I first started I was like oh man like there's a lot of like nepotism and it's all like these friends like how do they all know each other but now sure. you see you just stay around like if you're you just, there yeah, yeah. so it's a war of attrition dude. it's you like, just gotta hang out and yeah then the, you've known the people for a decade yeah it's like now it's like it's like you know you you know people be like I can't believe you have this guy's number or that person's number it's like these are my been my friends like we used to literally do open mics like I've I've had to there's been I had to go do a gig once in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania. With Schultz and this guy Pudge Fernandez, who was great, and there was too many people in the car. I had to, I was in the trunk for four hours <laughs> just up. to get to a gig in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with Schultz. In the trunk, yeah, because I was like, Schultz I was get shotgun. I was the biggest one. Shotgun yeah. Schultz. Well, no, because she's fucking skinny little bitch. <laughs> and I and I was fucking I was two fifty back then. Get that little meat on his. But Schultz with his fucking keto diet. Yeah, I want to get a, I want to print out one of his old uh, headshots and put it back here on the set. Oh yeah, 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 yeah dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Schultz, but but that's one of those guys. So all these guys that are doing great now with these podcast visions and all that it's like i'm happy to be a part of like the crew in a way i guess but it's like but it's like you know none of this shit is overnight dude like no, I, no, no, I, no. I did i did for years bro i've done the fucking comedy central half hour hour the letterman stuff the tv stuff i didn't i would go to cities and there would be i would sometimes have to give money back to the club because of how little <laughs> tickets i sold <laughs> sorry about that it wasn't until i started doing exactly what you guys are doing exactly right. on the path of what you guys are doing is amazing thank, thank you. you that's when the tickets started to come and that's when it started to become like lifelong fans where it's like yeah they mentioned this or that or whatever but it's like even now like i i just i'm going to host a, a show on on true tv and my family's like congratulating me because I, I always call myself Chrissy Pilots. I've had nine pilots. Yeah, They've all yeah, went. Yeah. This is the first one that ever went. So now I'm fucking Chrissy Pickups. <laughs> Bro, 
Chrissy upfronts just right away. So this is the first. This is the first one that ever got on the air. So while I'm absolutely joyous about it and feel good about it, it's like one of those things where like because my family doesn't understand the business, but it's right. like I they called me to tell me the show got picked up, and I was a little like. Fuck. Fuck. Now, what am I going to do about the podcast? Yeah. Now oh, it's like, of course. Because it's like, I'm losing money to do a TV show, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but, but, well, it's also like the, the relationship you build with the podcast people. Yes. You're never, you could, you could host a thousand TV shows for a thousand seasons and you'll never build that. Never. You'll in, never build that rapport. Never. So it's like the podcast audience is like what, you know, it's the people you talk to. It's like they're your real fans. They're the ones that, like, through this pandemic, it's like, when some of my other peers who like don't have that or the, who've chased the other dreams, which is, and fine, whatever you want to do, but it's mm -hmm. like they're becoming, it's getting to the point now where financially, I'm sure they're, they're starting struggling. to get in trouble yeah, where, yeah. where me, it's like, we never blink twice. Cause the fans were like, no, we're here, dude. Like we'll take $5 of my stimulus check and go put it on your Patreon, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, so, so well, I like, think dude, we, I mean, you know, we blew up through the, it was like, we started this two weeks before fucking quarantine. So like we're like, roaches. You yeah, we're like what the fuck are we going to do? And now the other things will come from this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's the thing. Like anytime, like, and Schultz would say the same thing. And he was saying this 10 years ago. I got to give him credit. Like anytime like these executives want to chime in and people who aren't in comedy want to, it's never good. But now it's like you do things. There's no rule. You edit yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's like, that's why everything, everything you put out is like, at least it's like nobody told me not to do that. Right. So that's what I'd rather live and die with that than be in a box. I mean, the TV show I'm doing, the TV show, even the only reason why I even said yes to doing the TV show is because it's in Los Angeles. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll get on the LA podcast. There you go. Yeah. That's why yeah, I did yeah, it. Yeah. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Dude, well, like, even with this, like, he's like, he he's very generous too, Schultz, with like, just like knowledge and like every yeah. move we, because we saw like what you guys have, what he has, like what Tim built, like all these guys that built these like sure. these universes. I was like, oh, fuck, that's what we want to do. So, you know, I texted Schultz. I'm like, I'm thinking about because we were with a network. I'm like, I'm thinking about doing this, and he's like, Yeah, I think that's the like right away. He's like, That's the fucking go independent. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to go independent because it's like you just and also like this is one of those things where it's like it's 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 kind of like this little thing of ours, you know, where it it's is, a mafia, yeah. where it's like no managers, no agents, it's nothing. It's like we do it and well, we collect all the money. It's also like even like even this week, like Tim Tim has another show when he fucking it's like everybody kind of it's it is this a little, supportive like, environment yeah it's like dude schultz has been super supportive ari's been super yeah, supportive sure. Giannis, fuck, Giannis has made 15 posts about the fucking podcast it's amazing. nobody nobody's yeah, every, like, yeah nobody's jealous or nobody's like you know every, no. every when, when you're secure in what you're doing you know what i mean yeah you know what I mean? it's like it's, it's, it's like i don't situation i think like a lot this is just a life thing too it's like you're never in competition with anybody you really are only you learn ever, that as you get as you get just, further along in this you it's go, just yeah. like e it's like even if we're going out for the same role it's like we never really were in competition with each other it's right. just like you create that shit in our head we create it in our head it's like you getting a huge podcast doesn't take away from anybody else's also, podcast yeah. it's your own stuff we mm -hmm. all, there's enough room for all of us it may not feel that way but it's like dude even even sometimes, you know, there's what is there fucking seven billion people in the world? It's like even sometimes with my own podcast, I'm like, ah oh, man, you know, we got a hundred thousand downloads. Like, you know, are we ever going to get any more fans? It's like, what? Yeah, what are you? Hundred thousand downloads? <laughs> like, fuck you, your podcast. There's not even a hundred thousand people that live on my block. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's like most people have never heard of me. So it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. that. But it's like we have this thing where it's we're like, nuts. We're oh, every, everybody's doing podcasts now. It's saturated. It's like, no, it's not. It's yeah. like, so what if there's three hundred podcasts? There's billions of people in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You know, so true. Look at this, Chrissy Wisdom. Oh, That's what it I is. Fucking I'm like fucking it. Chrissy the cuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I love it. Sitting down with the youngsters, they're straightening them out. Yeah. That's what like it is, it. dude. Fuck Schultz. I'm Team Chrissy from <laughs> here on out. dude. And the difference for me is I'll jerk everybody off of here. <laughs> That's the kind of service I do. I make well, sure got, everybody's yeah. balls are drained. <laughs> <laughs> we got two little peepees at the table, so you might you're better off it's with T Bone back there. T Bone's got a unit on. You got you got to yeah. have a you got to have a nice one, right? I would say you got I, big dick. You're head. big. You're big dude. Well, what happened was is I measured it. I'm I'm seven, normally eight with warts. That's what I, that's what it is. When the HPV pops up, I go to eight. Yeah, get a little beefy. Get a little beefy. Yeah, T-Bone's got a hog on him. Yeah. What's the word on the street? Really? Nice fat cock? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and circumcised, too, right? Oh, oh. no, dude. What? Yeah, yeah he's crazy. And, and Hippie I parents. The, I got the fucking ex- uncut extended edition, bro. Dude, Director's that's cut. wild, man. I, I don't know. know if I could do that. Nah, well, I that's, wouldn't like it. I talked, my, my, my wife is European. She's from Germany, and they're all uncut. Right. And then she's like, I'm like, if we have a boy, we're I'm fucking he can't I can't have a I'll guy do it myself. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, we're doing it. She's like, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm like, listen, he can't be going to like to shower no. in in gym class with an uncut piece. Dude, one of my closest friends was born and raised well, born in Poland and came here when he was seven, so he didn't get circumcised. This kid got circumcised uh-huh. when he was eighteen years old. My dad's friend did the same thing. He was like fifty. In the garage. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Dude, my this kid. He got circumcised for a girlfriend. He was like, oh, my girlfriend said she won't, you know, she won't have sex with me unless I get circumcised. What? And I was like, what? And he didn't tell anybody that. And then he just shows up one day to to school on crutches. And I was like. (laughs) He's in a wheelchair. I was like, what's going on with you? He's like, I hurt my back. I was like, and I was, you know, starting to do physical therapy. I was like, you wouldn't be on crutches if you hurt your back. He goes, ah, it's my knee. And then I I fucking bring up. I was like, is it your back or your knee, dude? He was like, you promise you're not going to make a big deal out of it? I was like, yeah, of course. I'm your best friend. He goes, I got circumcised. I was like, let me see your fucking dick right now. And this kid. What did it look like? Bro, he pulled it out in the bathroom. Oh, it's making my blood run cold. Oh, it looked like an ISIS beheading video. Oh. Like, it was. I can picture the scab. And it's got a cigarette in his mouth. His, because he's got a little pee-pee, too. But this thing got swollen <laughs> to four or five times the size. I was like, how do you pee? He goes, bro, it's a big problem. He goes, I keep peeing on the wound. Because his, his dick was like all the way pushed sting. back in. He's like, I keep peeing in my own wound. Wound. And I'm like, dude, why did dude, you do if that? You gotta sh- if you got if you got a little pee pee on you, why you t- why you trimming off the top? You gotta you gotta take yeah. what you can get. And how about this? The girlfriend dumped him like three weeks later. Oh, what, what the fuck? fuck? That, he, bitch. He, that she wouldn't fuck him because he had he was uncircumcised. He goes and gets the surgery. That's got to take a month. You can't fuck yeah. the next day with that. Three four weeks later, I'm not, well, not getting uh, the car detailed. Man, that's I, serious <laughs> business. That's serious business. I think he maybe had sex with her once or twice more, and then it was over. <sighs> what can you do? Bitch. I don't blame her. Those things are. Tough looking, dude. For all, my, uh, for all my uncut brethren out there, <laughs> hang hang tough and fuck Jewish chicks. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tell her you're Jewish. Oh and you show up with that thing. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, it's a right. different sect. Yeah. All right. Let's all get right. into some questions. Yeah, we right. got to get into some questions here. I want to ask you. I alluded to in the beginning, but do you think you're garbage? Do I think I'm garbage? Then and now. Do you think you came from garbage? That's a pretty because you know there's a big dichotomy there with your mother and your father. You're extremely educated. Yes, you so, got some money, right? Got cash. So you're, I I think that my hypothesis here is you're less trash than your your mom seems like a class act. And I assume you're, you sorry. I assume you had money growing up. Your mom had a good job. My mom had my mom had a good job. I wouldn't say I had money, mm-hmm. but I, I I wasn't I certainly wasn't poor. Like right. I got what I wanted for yeah. Christmas, but I wouldn't say I didn't go to private school. I went to Catholic school, which is different than different, private yeah, school. Sure, sure, sure. So I did that, but I wouldn't say I, I necessarily had money, but I I wasn't poor. I would say I 
am gar. I would say I'm I'm garbage, but with one of those scented hefty bags. Okay. <laughs> so right. not like a. F- those are real fucking. Not as bad crap. as yeah. the neighbors. I would Dude. say a scented, gar- a nice scented hefty those are bag, trash. or maybe a, sim- a simple human, which is a more upscale garbage oh, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sh- stainless. You're in a stainless steel can. Right, but I would say, but for sure, but but you know, I would say still garbage because I mean, still most events like big events in my life. If I did something good, I'd be taken to the Red Lobster for celebration. Dude, I literally have on here. Have you been to the Red Lobster? So that, so I, I, th- I don't think you can consider yourself not garbage. If for my 18th birthday I went to the Red Lobster, Jeez. with all the places in Queens and your dad and the Italian, you go to Red Lobster. This is what it is, Red Lobster. And with my mom, not my father's, but my mother's side, we very free, we frequent in the Olive Garden a lot. So what, I what nationality is your mom? My mom is uh, like Irish, Irish German. That's, yeah, where they say Irish, they don't, you know, yeah. they go to Olive Garden, Outback Steakhouse, Red yeah. Lobster, yeah, you know, Karate. Are you close? I, are you close to your pop side of the family? Yes, and they're, and they're all hardcore Italian. Pretty hardcore Italian, but Sunday gravy, the whole nine all yards. that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they didn't really know about the Olive Garden stuff. Also, the first, <laughs> also the first car I ever had was a Toyota Corolla, so that's garbage. Wow. You know, and I had it's a, a to- reliable car. Though. Ran yeah. forever, I bet. I had a Toyota. I had a Toyota. I upgraded to a Camry, but I had a Toyota Camry in 2016, which is not that long ago. Yeah, wow. you were making you were making more than Camry. Money I I had already done the MTV stuff and all that. Like I I had done David Letterman. And I drove to David Letterman in a Toyota Corolla. You drove yourself. That's a no, that's, drove and I that's, parked. A, that's a Queens Wait, trash why? move right Cause, there. Because this is the thing. They this send is, a car, don't they? No, it's garbage. Here's the thing. Garbage fucking stuff. I felt. And I got to tip the driver. Right. I felt <laughs> because I was coming from. Again, I just didn't know. I felt because I was coming from Staten Island. My agent said, well, they can, they'll send the car to wherever you go. I said, yeah, but I'm standing and they got to pay the toll over the Verrazano. Uh, I'll drive in. And I drove in. I got pay- the easy pass. Don't worry about it. I got it. the easy pass. I drove in and I spent 50 bucks to put it in a garage. None of it was needed. Oh, my yeah. God. You probably only made like 900 on How the about gig. this, too? I go to do David Letterman show. I have I thought was a good set. Was riding high. What do I do? Take my car, drive down to the Village Lantern, bomb in front of five uh. Swedish people. <laughs> <laughs> the Lantern will get you, man. Uh, R.I.P. Lan- to the Lantern. It's yeah. gone, right? No, I, hear, I, I heard that was all lost. <laughs> oh, it's back. I don't know. That guy shifted. You, that guy's you real can't get shifting. the Lantern. Nah. You won't get it. Nah. No, 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 nah. no, no. Nuclear Holocaust. That doesn't yeah. matter. Dude, yeah. I feel like you're the type of dude who would walk out of an opera, take off your suit jacket, and shoot dice in the alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm one of those guys. Yeah, I... Right, well, that brings up a question. Do you have a suit right now that if you had to go to a funeral tomorrow, yeah, do you have a suit on. that fits you? Look, again, I, I, hate to, I hate to bring it up again, but if you go watch the David Letterman show of 2013, Chris Stefano, David Letterman, the suit that I'm wearing is a suit that I bought off the rack at Joseph A. Bank that morning. Wow. It's oversized. Trash. It's the biggest suit. It's oversized. It literally- it's a my, Steve Harvey suit. My agent said to me, she, I was dressed right I, I, I think I was already mic'd up. She was like, is that what you're wearing out there? <laughs> and I was like, is this bad? <laughs> Joseph A. Bank. I drew Joseph A. Bank. Bank. Bought it from a strip mall in, in, in uh, Suffolk County, Long Island. And then went to my dad's on Staten Island yeah, with the suit. Trash. Yeah, we're kid such tra- trash. Joseph A. Bank, Joseph A. Bank, and what's the other one? Men's Warehouse. That was high. Men's Warehouse is all right. Right. Joseph A. Bank is like, yeah, you buy, you buy one shirt, we give you fifteen for free, and it's yeah. I think Joseph A. Bank is it's better. No, no, it's no, not. This trashier. Joseph A. Bank shared a wall with a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for my first television appearance ever in my life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I would say. Right. So I don't have a, but, but. You say you that's the only suit you own? I do have a if if, a, <laughs> if I need to put on a suit right now, I would say no because I put on really? a few pounds. But you have okay, so you but, have a, I but I have, have a like suit. designer suits like fucking I could Versace squ- or no, something. No, no, I could squeeze We're in a Tim Dillon hoodie. What I could squeeze about? it to a suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> a nice sweatshirt. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, what, man, but what about great. jeans? Don't you spend because Giannis? Because we were asking Giannis. Because I always think Giannis dresses sharp. But he said sharp, it's the shoes. Sharp dresser. It's the he shoes. said I buy cheap jeans. It's the shoes. He's but cheap. he said it's you you'll drop. What's the most you ever spent on jeans? On jeans? Nah, dude. I'm 30, really? 40 bucks. But what? Because what? But what? Because I'm. Because here's the thing. Let me give you. I've changed the thing. I'm all about athleisure now. I'm Chrissy Lululemon. So I've spent, <laughs> I spent 110 on Lulu's, no problem, because it feels like the future. Athleisure is what I'm about. So the only reason... The only, Dude, he said that without, without trying to be funny. Yeah. Athleisure is what I'm about. Clip it. I'm with it, man. <laughs> ever since this quarantine, I've been sweatpants most of the Bro. time. I don't know if I'm ever going back. Athleisure, dude. I come on, and the only reason why I don't have my Lulu's today is because it's fucking laundry day. Because you know she, <laughs> she's pregnant now, so she only does it once a week. You got a washer and dryer in the unit. Washer dryer in unit. In That's the good. unit. That's big for New York. That is. What about big. a dishwasher? Got it all. Dishwasher. Are you, wait, are you in Bay Ridge now? Bay Ridge okay, now. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Bay Ridge. Now the big thing for New Yorkers, Giannis did it. Are you think? Do you think about moving out? To the Burbs. To the Burbs, You go yeah. Long Island, you go Jersey, you I, go, I, you know, I put Here's the thing. As Giannis would say, the country. The country. I had an offer in for a house on Staten Island. I pulled out last minute, but now we're actively looking at homes on Long Island. Yeah. So I'm, I'm probably going to move to the Burbs just because it's not that I'm escaping the city. I think New York's dead. None of that. It's just, you know, it becomes to the point where it's like, I didn't grow up with a backyard and a pool. Yeah, and it's a, good sure, I it's want good. my daughter and, the, and, and my stepson and the new child to have all those things I didn't have. I want them to have a fucking play area. You know, I, that's what I want. I don't. Is yeah. the house, some of the houses you're looking at, they have pools? Yeah, well, yeah, it's a requirement. They got to have pools. <laughs> He's Chrissy Goldesax. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, and I, and I, yeah, well, that's the thing. In ground pool, I assume. You could do, if you can't, you, you, you cannot go above ground pool. No, no in ground pool. Come on. In ground pool, but I'm so trash, I may put an above ground pool next to the in ground pool. <laughs> just so my kids know. Put an above ground yeah. in the front yard. Yeah. You know where you came from. Dude, his, he's got an above ground pool at his uh. house. And I swear to God, I am not fucking with you. It's the best. They, they built a deck. The whole backyard is a deck to make it an, an in-ground pool. Well, the that's above-ground, in-ground. I looked at a house in, in, in a town on Long Island, and they said it's an in-ground pool. And I took one look. I said, that's a fucking deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You piece of shit. And yeah. the real estate agent said no. And I fucking went down <laughs> to, the, to the foundation, and I found a little door, and I opened it up, and I said, look at that. What, what's this, then? That's yeah, an yeah. in-ground pool. He's like, oh, I thought it was an I thought it was an, ab- I thought it was an in-ground. Shyster. I said, it's an above-ground. Not yeah. getting Chrissy real estate like <laughs> that. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Yeah. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I watched the Travel Channel. Yeah. I know, I've seen flipping and shipping. Yeah. <laughs> I know this bullshit. Oh, All right. We All gotta right, get to some questions. It's always a great episode when we barely get to the questions. We got to get to them. Well, you know, what'd you get on your SATs? My SATs... I got a, I want to say, shit, you know what? I don't remember. I will say, I don't remember the score, but I did. Ballpark it? I did get into, I think I got, whatever I got into, I got, I must have gotten at least 1,000 because okay. out of 1,600, <laughs> which isn't, you know, nice rock you, size. You got to be four digits. I got into all the colleges I applied to. That, yeah, then you probably got like which a, were they? 11 something. St. Joseph's College in downtown Brooklyn where I met, where I went, uh-huh. uh, SUNY Maritime, which was which was a military so, shit the fucking fuck submarine? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck a, is that? Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. Cape Cod Chrissy out there. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking SUNY Maritime, which is where I was gonna The Scurvies. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Where, where I was gonna go. And then I actually got into Pepperdine University in Malibu because ah. I was gonna go literally, I swear to God, dude, I was gonna go away to school. I was gonna go into I was just gonna go to California and do it. And then I genuinely I, I never accept, you know, I never said I, I accepted St. Joe's because I genuinely was at that point hadn't really ever been away from home. I was scared 
at that point in my life, and still kind of am now, but I was scared at that point to sleep alone in the dark. So I didn't. I'm, I didn't a, wanna, I'm a little afraid of the I dark. Didn't I didn't want to be 3,000 miles away from my mother when I was 18 <laughs> years old. With no nightlight. Yeah, so I stayed it. home. I, dude, I slept on the floor. I slept with my mom till like maybe I was 10, 11 years old. Like it was a little uncomfortable. Like where I remember my mom, because my mom was single, she had like, you know, yeah, boyfriends throughout the years gotta... where they were like, you know, I remember one of my, one of her boyfriends was like, you know, I can't be in a relationship with a woman whose 12 year old son's still sleeping on the floor in her bedroom. And I was like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out there. <laughs> Fucking beat it, loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my teddy bear ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Take a hike. Fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, fights growing up as a kid? I got into two really big fights. One fist fight I got into, um, I went, there was uh, this kid, Glenn, who was like a really strong fucking kid who was just talking so much shit about my cousin and he was sitting and he uh, it's always somebody talking shit, shit about somebody about somebody and he was and we were riding bikes and we stopped at a light and he was sitting on his bike and I said the only move I'm going to have the only chance I'm going to have to win to defend my cousin's honor is to punch him in the face right now knock him off his bike and maybe like a car will drive by and run over his head or something and I'll win the fight and I you know kid stuff yeah yeah <laughs> and I punched him I punched him in the side of the head nice which did no damage yeah. it hurt my knuckles he didn't even and flinch well he flinched looked at me and then picked up his bike and started choking me <laughs> with the with the part of his bike you know the, the, frame, the, yeah, the yeah. frame of his bike started choking <laughs> me until i started to cry that's one fight and then the second fight is on 9 11 where i broke the chair over oh, the kid's yeah, head okay yeah, yeah. it's the only other time so for, and, and there was a couple of times where i got into fights playing basketball because basketball was a huge part of my life played mm -hmm. in high school college all that but those i don't really sports fights i don't really count actual fist sure. fights only really two what were the, the injury, injuries as a kid? What, what happened? Never broke a bone or anything really? like that still to That's this day. Classy. But I've sprained my ankles, both ankles, like six, seven times each. So I have no – because when you break a bone, the bone will grow back like three times as strong. And your yeah. actually body gets stronger after a bone break. Cartilage damage and ligament damage just makes your ankles weak. So now when I put my feet down, like my feet just fall to the side <laughs> like that. Like I have the type of feet – and Giannis has said this multiple times where my feet look broken. Like, I look like I have two broken feet, but I don't. I have two sprained ankles. He's <laughs> <laughs> got baboon feet. I got baboon feet. So I've never, I've never, broken, a, I've never broken a bone, and, and, and I've, never, um, I've never been knocked unconscious. Really? Yeah, I, don't, I yeah. don't think I have either. The only, time I, the only time I even, even had anesthesia was two years ago when I had to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For pleasure. Colonoscopy yeah. that young? That young, but I, it, was a, it was a false alarm. I literally, I was you know, having a lot of anxiety at the time in my life, and I thought that I was shitting like red, and I thought all different colors and this and that, and I would take pictures of my shit and send them to a doctor, and he was like, look, I can't really tell if this is just like the shit flash on your iPhone yeah. or like if there's something else in the toilet bowl, but it, it doesn't look great off the pictures. So like, why don't we just do it? And if it's no, if, and if I don't see anything, come back when you're 50. And that's what happened. He doesn't, he didn't, he didn't see anything. Not too bad. But it was good. Well, he found like one polyp or something like that, but he said, ah, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a doctor accent. from the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking nothing. Keep it moving. Chrissy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Have you ever worn a dog tag necklace? A dog tag necklace. They were big in the 90s. No. I do have on two chains now, though. Like, I have two chains on at nice. all times. That's so. I did, uh, but I never, I've never worn a dog tag uh, uh, necklace. No. Okay. I don't, not that I can remember. Is there okay. a cross on one of those chains? There, there is, but it's in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> so there normally is. But I, I, it, got, it, it broke. What happened? I broke. My daughter just, you know, fucks around uh, with the jewelry okay. and stuff. So 
she scuffed it up. There was a little scuff mark on Jesus's knee, and it can't have that. On yeah. the crucifix. <laughs> crucifix has to be on, you know. Yeah, pristine. Pristine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Go ahead, Kip. Uh, have you ever had a rat tail haircut as a kid? I've never had a rat tail as a kid, but I have had mushroom haircuts. Oh. I would gnaw, I would go to Supercuts a lot and ask for one of the numbers on the board. <laughs> wow. You're yeah. that fucking I'm guy? I'm that guy for a long oh. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Lines in your head? Lines in my head. Yes, I had a line in my head. I, I had a line in my head uh, uh, four months ago. Jesus. In the pandemic, I've had a line. I've asked for the barber to put a line Ironically in my head. Ironically or... Just because, you know, I fucking just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm Chrissy Linehead. <laughs> Have you ever had a line in your eyebrow? Yeah. Line okay. my, no, I haven't had a line in my eyebrow, but I did one shave both of my eyebrows off. Why? I looked like I had cancer. <laughs> I don't know. Anthony Soprano? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking somebody, I forgot what it was. Somebody said that I had a unibrow on my eyebrows, whatever, and I, I was like 19, 20 years old, and I went in the bathroom, and I shaved both of my eyebrows oh, off. Oh, man. And I remember my dad came and picked me up for basketball practice. He was like, what the fuck happened to your face? I was like, I shaved my eyebrows eyebrows off he was like why i was like i don't know that's great <laughs> yeah so i, so I shaved my eyebrows off once but i've never had a line in the eyebrow no. okay all right uh anyone in your family collect the state quarters the state quarters what do you mean like, that like they came out probably in the 2000s it was like you know alabama and then hawaii no that nobody collects the state quarters but i do know every state capital that's really that's one of, for punishment. If I would get in trouble, what my mother would do is lock me in my bedroom and she had the key from the outside and I have to recite the state capitals what? and read the encyclopedia for fucking two hours. And it literally if it if I was an hour and 55 minutes in and I stopped like thinking like there's no way she's still listening. It, two seconds would go by and you would hear continue. Oh. She would just sit out there. Doing God knows what, maybe crocheting or eating her own dinner, just being like this. That was her form of punishment because she's an academic. So I know these. I know these random facts because of her. She'd lock you in your room, lock me in my room, and make nuts. me fucking Who's recite the state capital. Outside, fucking my mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sybil. <laughs> <laughs> Any tap out gear? Any tap out gear? No, but I do have Ed Hardy shirts. You do? Uh, Still? What do you mean? Still to this day. Uh, really? I have a couple of Ed Hardy shirts with little roses, but no tap out gear. I actually don't know anything really about the UFC or fighting. Okay. okay. Have you ever worn an airbrush t-shirt? An airbrush t-shirt? Um, like, What's that? Like a tie-dye shirt? Like what's No, it? airbrush <laughs> would be like, you see, like they get like the RIP shirt. It's like, uh, how do you describe it? Down on the boardwalk. Yeah, um, Down on the boardwalk. Um. Yeah, but like, kind of like, let's say, like Chrissy D or whatever. Like, yeah, but you can get a custom. Yeah. Straight, yes, but that's like with family stuff. Like, oh, we got all buy matching shirts. I've ah, done that you. stuff. Okay. Really, I've done that stuff. And I also am the guy. Like, I'll I rule religiously still to this day. If I'm performing in, let's say Philly, every time, even though I've done it so many times, I will get on a double decker bus tour and go on the tour. I do that every time. <laughs> really, in whatever city I'm in, I look for some type of either double decker bus tour or if it's like a shit town, some type of walking tour of the city i always do that i always usually in the airport will buy some kind of magnet or shot glass from wherever i'm at <laughs> yeah that's, yeah yeah that's insane that's fucking awesome yeah while i'm on the road like actively i'll do it i'll do it i'm you know i'm gonna be in phoenix in fucking two weeks i'll get on the tour <laughs> <laughs> i have a kind of a travel one have you ever gotten the free breakfast at a hotel you weren't a guest at when i wasn't a guest at multiple times especially uh, in the yeah? beginning when i first started headlining absolutely dude yeah of course i mean I'm not fucking making eight hundred dollars. You know, <laughs> roll so through you, the Continental. You do that, and uh, which I didn't even know that the Continental. I thought that a Continental breakfast meant that it was free, but it doesn't mean that at all. So there's been times where I went to a hotel, had the Continental breakfast, 
ate it all, went back up to my room, then got charged. I'm like, why are you charging me for free shit? They're like, it's not free cause it, just because it means continental. Did you know that? No, I thought continental meant it was free. No, continental means that it's from all different parts of the world. Like the food is just like continental. Yeah, I think it describes Does the it? food, not the price. No. no. It has yeah, to yeah. say no. free continental. Free continental breakfast. I didn't know that. I, th- I thought continental. Well, you never gone it- and got like a continental car wash. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a word you can just substitute for free. No, I think continental means like there's no actual main dish. It's like bagels and shit like that. Yeah, it describes the food. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean it's free. Complimentary continental. It's not like there breakfast. was goulash down there. What? You never like know. Different continents. <laughs> I don't know, but it ain't free. I know that much. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about fettuccine alfredo? Fettuccine Alfredo, how do I feel about it? I ate it last night. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> My go-to dish is Fettuccine Alfredo with grilled chicken or grilled shrimp if I'm trying to be healthy and a side of garlic nuts. <laughs> Wait, you ordered it out? I, uh, oh, yeah, I ordered it out either uh, Dono's Pizzeria or Nino's Pizzeria in Bay Ridge. Sometimes Gino's Pizzeria. They have great Fettuccine Alfredo and great potato croquettes. Dude, uh-huh. it's one of the things about New York. I, ch- I tell everybody this, but nobody ever believes me. Most local pizza places, their actual food, their Italian food, is usually fucking top shelf. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Yana said this too about me. He said, you're the kind of guy, your favorite cuisine is like other, like off-the-menu pizza stuff or other side of the menu pizzeria stuff. Sure. So a lot of people go into a pizzeria, they order the pizza or whatever. It's like, I'm looking at the menu yeah. for what kind of rolls they have, what kind of pasta dishes. 100%. I'm looking at the entrees in the pizzeria all day. Yeah. The place next to my apartment has fucking... Their shrimp francaise is fucking unbelievable. Amazing, dude. Top shelf. Um, all right, I got one. I got one that we've done before. We did with shoulder. And you, I've seen you in professional sports jerseys. Yes. You, you rock jerseys. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let the, it's a hypothetical, right? If you were going to a wedding tomorrow and didn't have a suit, the okay. only thing you could wear okay. was a professional sports jersey, hockey, baseball, right. football, you know, whatever. What would you choose and why? I would choose, I would most likely wear... My favorite baseball player, Bernie Williams, center field of New York Yankees. <laughs> Bernie Williams batting practice jersey because I wear the batting practice jerseys because they make me look jacked even though I'm not jacked. <laughs> I am, he, uh, what I am, when I take my shirt off, it's a surprise. People are like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be that doughy. I've, casting director said this to me once and it was like literally like life-changing. I was like, that's the most painful and also funny thing I've heard and it's like does describe me. He's like, you know what your problem is, Chris? You have leading man face, best friend body. Uh. He was like, so you're really not castable? What a fucking dick. But he was right. He's like, so either you got it. So it it's motivates you to, to me to try to create my own shit. He's like, because you're really not castable. It's like either fucking be the lead and get ripped or fucking let it all hang Lean out and be the it. fat yeah. shit best friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's what I do. I wear a Bernie Williams New York Yankees batting practice jersey. Would you tuck it in, or would you go untucked? No, I go untucked, and I throw on a, I throw on some Lulus. I go, <laughs> I go, I go. I tell you exactly what I do. I go Bernie Williams batting practice jersey, Lululemon pants, some type of funky red or orange socks to give it a little flair, and fucking um, um, fry boots because it's a wedding. <laughs> I gotta class it up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, big tip guy. Big tip guy. I'm the guy. I over. T- Tip, I tip fucking everybody. Oh, cash, yeah. full cash. I'm the guy, even if I get driven somewhere or whatever, if I don't have cash on me, I make them stop at an ATM and I give these guys cold hard cash. Because we talked about that on Yana. Yana yeah. said you were breaking his balls because he said he didn't Doesn't tip, tip it. He girl. didn't tip, tip in what? I was so or somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's he's like, like, Chrissy yelled at me. It's like, what are we doing? Like, you know, they're sending you a black car. I mean, he's like, no, but the tip's included. I'm like, guy, you got to give this guy cash tips. Or what are you, fucking? <laughs> fucking queen. You get that from yeah. your dad? Your dad a big tip guy, Oh, big time. I mean, my dad will Italians give you- Italians love cash. Dude, my dad is the- My dad was the guy, he would pull, he would- And for no- My dad would religiously- 
wear pants and jackets and things that had pockets but put his wallet in his sock. I'm like, <laughs> what's the reason to do that? Why is shit always coming? So every drive, anywhere you went, somebody would get a soggy fucking ankle sweat 20 thrown right on their lap. <laughs> he puts his wallet oh, In he gets hemmed up, you know what yeah. I mean? No, but the thing, and you know really too, my dad, but also... You know, again, one of the good things about this business is sometimes you get to meet your own heroes, especially doing it in New York. And Colin Quinn has always been, especially where I'm from, like huge hero of mine. Mm-hmm. And now we're like close friends, work mm-hmm. together, whatever. And the way Colin Quinn tips is like, it makes me feel like a fucking dirt. Really? Dirt. This guy will give somebody 200 cash no, for bringing him a pizza. No problem. He doesn't give a fuck. Sorry, I spit. I he like doesn't it. fucking no. give a fuck. <laughs> I fucking love yeah. that. Yeah. What about uh, a wedding? You go to a wedding, friend, close friend, family. Right. What's usually in the envelope? You're taking a date. I'm taking a date. One. Of course, you got to play. I got to pay for my table. Two, pl- two plates. Two plates. What are you? What are you dropping? I'm gonna drop for close friend. We're saying you go. You went to Yana. Oh, Yana's might be two person. Yeah, like you know, uh, maybe a somebody you grew up with. Put it that way. Yeah, I would say Giannis. Giannis gets a G. Close friend gets five hundred. Cash. Holy That's shit. How we roll? Cash. I mean, oh. fucking celebrate. We're celebrating love here, baby. A yeah. Fucking G. <laughs> 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 A G. He gets a G cash easy and fucking Damn. and a friend gets five hundo. Now what if you weren't Chrissy D? What if you were Dr. Dr. Chris? Dr. Chris. Still have cash, probably. I would yeah, still find a way to have cash. Listen, if I have the means to do it, I, I I would do it. If if I would give as much as I as I could. What's the least you would give? That you would that you would consider you're embarrassed or you wouldn't go. You're coming to my wedding, what are you dropping? If I was coming to your wedding and I was down on my luck. I'd give you 300 cash with a post that says, I'm really sorry, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'd, gi- I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd give you 300 just, cash. Just you know, I ordered the chicken, not the steak. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> and I didn't have the dessert. Uh, uh, yeah. I only had two drinks. <laughs> 300 cash with a little fucking chip, with a little recording from Sebastian Maniscalco <laughs> saying, aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> Wow, that's fucking class. Three hundred k. I come to your wedding. You're gonna get three hundred is the minimum, and I'm giving the bartender a hundred to fucking hook me up all night. You start. Start off big, with that. You got, that's you almost the heavy. first thing you do. Hit them heavy. Is you put and and I'll remember you. I say, look, here's what it is. This is what it is. All <laughs> night, it's what I want. Okay, four eyes. Woo-hoo, right. All here. night, because it's like really, because in the grand scheme of things, I look at it as I spent four hundred for a fun night out. If it was gonna be make or break, I can't make a run with that. I can't do it, but. Four hundred uh, money is money. You I'm can not, make four hundred bucks. I'm not. I'm like four hundred. I don't think is going to make or break my life. So it's like we're out of marriage, celebrating love. Why not just have a? If I went out on the town and fucking dinners, drinks, I might spend that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, get, why not give it to these fucking people? Probably just you Drop know, this poor girl's yeah. father just spent a hundred k on this fucking wedding. She's going to divorce this guy in three years anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talk about celebrating love. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> it's never going to work. Here's a hundred. Here's a hundo. <laughs> Keep fucking it moving. Classy man. Classy. <laughs> So, Damn. so far, am I moving? Am I going towards garbage or I'm class? on the fence. No. I don't know. I'm not on the fence I can't at all. get a read on you. Yeah, no. I, that's what it is. Well, that's why I'm uh, honest. You're saying, what are you leaning? Chrissy He's Chaos. Fucking class all the way. Wow. I haven't heard one fucking thing. Wow. He's a fucking doctor. All right, how about this? If I went to your house right now, well, the batting practice jersey was a little fucking. <laughs> that was a hypothetical. Was a, you backed him into I a know, fucking I know, but he, he shouted yeah. out the exact jersey he would yeah, wear. Yeah, exact jersey. Or I'd either wear that or I would wear a fucking, even though he's not on the team. Actually, you know what? I'd either wear that. This might push it a little bit of garbage. Gonna I knew this, this was going to get this, you. Because this is true because I, I also feel like sometimes I look tight and jacked in this one, too. <laughs> I might wear a fucking, I might wear a Cal Clutterbuck Islanders jersey. <laughs> 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 I'm an Islanders. 
Islanders fan, so that pushes you towards garbage <laughs> if you're an Islanders I guy. I think Feidelberg from Barstool said he would do that because they're called sweaters. He goes, it's technically a it's sweater. Technically you're wearing a sweater. a sweater to a formal event. I, said, I put on a Clutterbuck Islanders jersey, so I don't, but if I'm just being honest. But what was the other question about my house? Uh, we went to your house right now, both of us. You invited us in. We okay. sit down. We asked for water. What are you giving us? You got a bottle. You got a Brita. Is it coming straight out of the tap? What are you doing? I got a uh, a Poland Spring um, uh, like dispenser. You do? I got water. And I also is got- it, Is it chilled or is it just regular? Chilled. Oh, nice. It's cold, cold water. And I also wow. have Poland Spring. It's called Poland Spring Origin. I get Nestle, Nestle Poland Spring. I get two weeks. Every two weeks, they deliver- you know the the gallons of water to my house with Poland Spring Origin, which is the it's the I can't explain it to you. It's I would get baptized in this fucking shit. <laughs> the water high end Poland high spring. end Poland Spring water. So you would get water. I'd also offer you Poland Spring seltzer. I have Poland Spring seltzers, Poland Spring Origin water, and I have a Poland Spring dispenser. You're not getting tap water in my house. I'm not going to put a fucking Brita. This gets pretty on a fucking sink. classy. What about the fridge? Is there, do you have two doors on the fridge or one? Right now, currently two. Right now, currently one door. Every house I've looked at. On Long Island has a two door fridge. It's 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 a necessity for my girl. Sure. Yeah. I imagine the fr- uh, yeah. This it's fucking class. The house I imagine is impeccably clean and and the nice ho- and neat. The house is impeccably clean, but I got to give that to my girl. That's that's really her. Fridge. Yeah, really- you have everything lined up like on cribs when you open the fridge. She, all that shit. She, be, because of her. Because of her, she has all that shit lined up. And you know she's Puerto Rican, so it's fucking. You know she she'll, she'll have a fucking full dead chicken. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she'll have live down. chickens hanging upside down in the kids' bedrooms. <laughs> We're having pollo. I don't pollo. Fights later. Yeah, Does she cook. <laughs> she cooks great. Really, she cooks great. And you know what she does, which is fucking nice, and it's a rare thing. She can, and she's doing it. Done it better than anyone I've ever tasted. She can mix Latin cuisine with Italian. So I've had fettuccine Alfredo with Latin spices in it, and it's like unfucking believable. Wow. She'll Damn. do shit like that. She'll make you know. She'll make like um some type of bean dish. But somehow it tastes like Italian food. I don't know how she does it. He's so it does some bean dish, <laughs> some fucking beans, some she's rice a, and beans. I don't eat because she's no. a fucking beaner. <laughs> shoes off in the house. Shoes off in the house. Wow. That's See? again. Yeah, Come you got it. There's a whole shoe yeah. rack right off. And again, I, again, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. That that's really her. She won't let you. You know, you can't walk in because she's like, you know what? My, I mean, your daughter's on the floor here. We, we can't have shoes in the house. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Pretty yep. good. Ever use a fork to scratch your back? I've never used a fork to scratch my back, but I do use a fork to eat Chinese food. <laughs> I don't use chopsticks. I don't, I don't think that qualifies anything. Yeah. Thanks for volunteering. They just had to let you know. Yeah, a fork this to kid's eat. American all the yeah. way. I'll yeah, fucking that. sushi. If I'm going to do sushi, because that's the thing. It's like I cut my grandfather fought in World War II. It's like he, to the day he died, he thought the Japanese were still the enemy. So in an honor to him, I like sushi. It's fucking healthy for me. It's, I'm Chrissy Cholesterol. It helps lower my cholesterol. <laughs> but it, because I want to just prove to him, and if he's looking down, me that I'm American. I eat that shit with a fork. I will not. They give me a chopstick. I say, wrong country, babe. Bring me the fork. <laughs> and I only get Amer- and I only get the rolls that have American names. I only get a Philadelphia roll, a Boston roll, a New York roll. I'm not going to get no, anything. Only, if it's only a, one of the original 13 colonies. It's got to be one of the original 13 yeah. colonies. Yeah. They have to fucking prove. That city had to prove to me. That Give they me fought- the Delaware roll right now. I need to get two Gettysburg rolls, yeah, please. Yeah, they, they fought against fucking tyranny. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, yeah, the George Washington roll. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, oh, fuck, man. man that yeah. is good stuff. Let's see what else we got here. You got anything, Big Man? <clears throat> yeah, favorite cartoon when you were a kid. Favorite cartoon when I was a kid? And favorite toy. Favorite. Okay, so fa- favorite toy was probably my Tatanka action figure. 
WWF, the old school wrestler, yeah. love him. Favorite cartoon, I would say it's a toss-up between Animaniacs and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Classy answers right mm-hmm. there. Wow. Right there. Animaniacs wow. way ahead of its time. You yeah. Great Turtles. show. I mean, yeah, that's, it's, almost like, it's almost like saying your favorite basketball player is Michael Jordan, because I know all kids like Classic. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's, that's what I watched, I would say, the most, that yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Turtles were tight. Yeah. Um, growing up or now, do you keep your batteries in the refrigerator? I uh, I don't keep my batteries in the refrigerator. No, and okay. I I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever done that. Good. I've never it's kept right my answer. batteries in the refrigerator. It's the right okay, answer. there you go. Do you have an Amex card? Do I have an Amex card? Yes. Is it black? It's not black. It's it's gray, but it's an Amex card. It's a Delta Sky Miles Amex card. Legit, legit, legit. There you go. As I have two credit cards: Capital One and Amex. Capital One. That's so. There you go. That was your first one. That was my first one because I get the Amex, and I only got that one because I I fucking Jennifer Garner. I listened to the commercials. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I tell you what, she could get me to do anything. Anything. Jennifer Garner sold me that, and I I used the points. I used the Capital One points because JG told me to do it. Jennifer Garner and Catch Me If You Can. Uh, I just watched that. Oh, uh, amazing! That. Oh, you know what's in Sleeper Pick? What I used to jerk off to all the time when I was a kid <laughs> is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and True Lies. Buddy, Come Jamie on. Lee Curtis and Training asshole? Places. That one I've never seen. You've never seen Training Places? She shows her tits, doesn't here's, she? Here's, here's some dirtbag shit she's, about me. She is but that dance when she's the dancing. perfect woman. In my life, never seen any of the Godfathers. I've never seen the Godfathers, and I've never eaten a pork chop or had goat cheese in my whole life. I don't know if that makes me garbage. I don't what the know fuck that. is wrong with it you? It makes you a wacko for yeah. sure. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know your next question, but I never had a pork chop. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what kind of kind Why? of you know, kind of. I don't know. I just. How do you not have a pork chop? I've just. I, never might, had I honestly might say I don't think I've ever had a pork chop either. I've never what? had a pork yeah. chop. I've I'm never a had very. Cheese. I'm a very weird eater. Oh, pork yeah. chops and applesauce, sauerkraut. Fuck yeah. No applesauce. Night. I've had applesauce. I used to eat Mott's applesauce out of the jar with my hands. Yeah. I didn't get a help. I was waiting until the hands. And, recently and my go-to uh kind of yeah well because my daughter i've eaten it yeah because applesauce makes a comeback when you have a kid because you know you forget because <laughs> now it's like dipping the macaroni and cheese in the applesauce is like that's what we do like yeah. i hope that my daughter doesn't finish her meal even if she's malnutrition i'm like i want to eat that fucking applesauce yeah wow. dude dipping a chicken nugget and fucking applesauce oh, ain't nothing wrong i with never it. heard macaroni and cheese in apple macaroni sauce. and cheese and chicken nuggets and i don't play by the rules what are you talking like about what it is chrissy chaos and also <laughs> saltine crackers and arizona iced tea that was my snack growing up all the time Wow. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Yep. That's a little trashy. Uh, yeah. It ain't classy. It's not classy. Yeah. Um, do you get cash back when you're making a purchase? Cash back when I'm making a purchase, meaning like you're at the you're in the they go, do you want cash back? You go, yeah, I'll take the 10 check bucks. when you hit the button. You want cash? You're at Seven Eleven buying, right. you know, applesauce. Right. And they and go, I, you want cash back? And I give them a five. No, no, no. no you no. pay with a card. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, Wait, no. you're tipping the Seven Eleven. I was going to say no. <laughs> go ahead. That's for you. That's for you. <laughs> no, no. I've never asked. For, I've never asked for cash back. That's classic. I've never right done there. that. Yeah, yeah. Ever use the ATM just to check your balance? Um, no, but I, but, but just because I have it on my phone. Yeah. So right. I, I yeah. would use the ATM to check my balance. Okay. Mm-hmm. But. Have you ever stayed at a resort with a swim-up bar? Yes. Oh, Multiple ones. I mean, yeah. that's something that we look forward to doing with, you know, every year with my friends. Yeah. yeah. Ocean yeah. City, Maryland. Uh, and where was you, oh, is that uh, where you'd go on vacation secrets. when you were a kid? Secrets. Yeah, we go. Well, well, when I was a kid, no, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, what my mother's, number one, we would do, we would drive from New York to Florida. That's What? We, what? Yeah, that was a fucking big one. We would always what drive. What kind of car? Oh, God, probably a, a Toyota. Yeah, yeah. Toyota. Oh, no, a Saturn. 
My grandpa had a Saturn. <laughs> a Saturn. That's bad news. So we would go from Those things stunk. New York to Florida in a Saturn. And then also my mother would take me on fucking cruises. We would, I would be me and my mom on a cruise once a year and always be to some bullshit place. Like I remember one time she went through a breakup and she just like on a whim because this was like the late 90s. She was like, I remember she was like going through this breakup and it was like bad. She was like in a fight on the phone or whatever. And then she's like, I'm fucking sick of this shit, whatever. And then she like wipes off her makeup and her tears. She's like, Chris, she's like, I got great news. She's like, we're going to have a good week and we're going to go on a cruise. And I'm thinking like fucking awesome. This is great. Like we're going to go to like Bermuda or something like that. Nova Scotia, Canada uh. with my mom. We pull up to the dock. I, I'm all excited. I could see these guys are in fucking triple gooses, <laughs> triple fat goose jackets. It's July 5th. I'm like, what the Yo, fuck? Turn this thing around, Hans. Yeah, Let's go. I had to sit in a singles bar with my mother for uh, fucking in Nova Scotia, Canada, while she was drinking fucking Michelob Ultra. How oh. old were you? You know, 10, 11. Holy But I did shit. kiss my first girl on that ship, so it wasn't like it was really? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. kiss my first chick on that. <laughs> you got flip flops and a North Face on? Yeah, dude, it was, <laughs> seriously. We packed like summer shit. But she, I was like, why do we go to Nova Scotia? She's like, that's what the travel agent said they had available. It was last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Cruises are pretty trashy. Pretty uh, trashy. Yeah. Pretty trashy. Holy shit. Um, I think I only got one more here. And every, I got, we got a couple from the Patreons. Oh, great. Okay, go, 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 go. No, please, after you, sir. Uh, if you buy a six-pack of beer, you go home, you put it in the fridge. Do you take it out of the case? Yes, take it out of the case, fold it up, Damn. put it in the recycling. Okay. Sorry. This guy's fucking class. But I put I put them in a drawer. I put them in a drawer. I have like a beer Ooh. drawer. But I get that from my mom because we say on the history is hiding the vegetables or moving the vegetables because my mother used to hide the beers that she wanted her Sam Adams and stuff underneath the packs of vegetables because I hated sure. vegetables. So I, she knows I would never go to look for the vegetables. So she was like, that's where I can hide the beer. So I think from that, I put the beers in a- In, a, in the in, crisper. In, yeah, right. That's where Damn. I put them. Okay. Uh, you ever use the terms- uh, Instead of saying thank you, you ever say cheers? No, I'll never say cheers, and it actually makes me annoyed. Every time somebody emails cheers or fucking texts me cheers, I'm like, this isn't medieval England, fuckface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop with the cheers. You ever call anybody mate? No, I'll never call anybody <laughs> mate. Because that's the thing is when I'm like, you know, you call people mate, it's like, I get it, but like we were born in America. It's like we were, you know what I mean? Like we got free from that shit. Why do you think we fought this revolutionary war for? So we could still be over and say cheers and mate and cheerio? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I know. I fucking hate it, too. I hate uh. mate and cheers. I'm not a fan of mate and cheers. Have you ever said the phrases, I wear a lot of hats or a lot to unpack? No for the hats because I have a size 8 hat head. So I, I, <laughs> and I don't have a good hat head, so I don't wear a lot of hats. I'm actually the opposite. I, will, I don't wear hats. A lot to unpack. I have a lot to unpack, meaning like emotionally. No, yeah. you would just have you ever yeah. used these phrases? Like I got a lot to unpack. Oh, or someone it's will be someone will unpack. be like, uh, now that Biden, you know, the, the emotional uh, baggage of Biden being president is a lot to. It's a lot to unpack. Like, we have a lot to work through. A lot I, to work with. I would instead of saying that we have a lot to work through, I would say like, um, you know, you know, now you would say Joe Biden's president. That's a lot to unpack. I would say I demand a recount. I know. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Joe Biden's president is going to be a long four years. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you ever used the term this, that, or the other thing? Like this, that, the other thing. This, that, the other thing. Um, no, but I do say yada, yada, yada. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Seinfeld. Yeah. That's all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Give you that. Um, all right, I got a couple. Do you have any more? And then I got a couple from the Patreon. No, shoot the Patreons. All right, so guys, as you know, when you sign up for the Patreon, we will ask one of your garbage questions. It's the only way to do it because we get so many uh, submissions. 
So this is that. These are actually from uh, these are uh, history Iena fans. Oh I, great! You can tell nice. by the names when they yeah. sign up. Oh my god! <laughs> pay, our Patreon names are wild. <laughs> yeah. This is Mike the Fuzzy Non Muzzy Sandra DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever donated to NPR? No, I've never donated to NPR, and I never will. I don't. I don't. Even, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the kind of face that he fuck? couldn't even find it on the radio. If yeah, he had to. Uh, yeah. No, no, not a, Yeah, and I've never listened in my life to NPR. Communist propaganda. <laughs> he's fucking yeah, Connie Fox. Uh, this is uh, next thing you know. I'm using chopsticks. What the fuck you want from me? The fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, this also this goes into a, a bigger one too. Uh, this is Victoria. Make no mistake, doesn't want to get sent to the back hillier. Do you ask for more bread uh, at a restaurant just to steal it and take it home with you? No, I've never taken the bread. I've never taken the... Uh, will the, you do leftovers? Take I leftovers home? 100% home? take leftovers. I have taken silverware home. Duh. Which I don't know oh, man. That's yeah. late in the game. He drops that one on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was fucking... Yeah. He was Chrissy Greenlights until that came out. Why are you taking silverware? It's just... Because he's Queen's trash. <laughs> what Queen's do you mean? trash because you fucking never know when you need a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken silverware from multiple Red Lobsters, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, did you, did you, growing up, did you have milk with dinner? Milk with dinner? Um, uh, 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 no, never really had milk with dinner. And now I drink mostly almond milk. Wow, that's, so that's pretty good. Yeah. At your house, is the butter on the counter or in the refrigerator? Butter's in the refrigerator. Okay. Yeah. Okay. People uh, would say that's classy. It's plant-based butter too. She's a she's like a vegan. My girl's like vegan and really? vegetarian, so it's plant-based fucking butter. Is so you're good? creeping that way. Um, no, I mean I just got to eat the food she cooks. But it's like I mean as soon as like I leave here, I'm getting a fucking pepperoni slice. <laughs> 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 There's a good place on like thirty, oh, right on Ninth Ave. 30, yes. 39th and eighth is really good. Yeah. Uh, good. Uptown, it's called Upside Pizza or something like that. It's good. Um, how is the vegan butter? It, uh, for me, it's like butter's butter. It's like I it just it's butter, so I don't taste the difference. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things where it's like she, cause the thing is with her, she didn't tell me, like, she didn't tell me she was giving me vegan dishes. Like yesterday she cooked, uh, the, the fettuccine Alfredo, we had the fettuccine Alfredo and then she had crab cakes, but the crab cakes were not real crab meat. It were, they were vegan crab cakes. And she didn't tell me till after it was done. I was like, those crab cakes were awesome. I said, well, I, were awesome. I was like, would you go to Maryland and get those? She was like, no, they're fucking vegan crab cakes. She was like, I got them from Dr. Prager. So I was like. Damn. Yeah. Dr. Prager's all right. They make a veggie burger. It's pretty fucking pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Yeah, mm. pretty fucking good. Uh, all right, this is the last one from Patreon. This is from Kristen. Does, uh, this is a home run of a question. Does anyone in your family still have a CD tower? A CD tower? <laughs> uh, <laughs> does anyone in my... Yes, my, my mother still has a yeah, CD tower. Does. My mother's a CD tower. My mother still watches things on a DVD player. My oh. mother... Yeah, my mother still watches... She watched... My daughter saw Beauty and the Beast for the first time when she slept by my mother's house last week, and I was like... Uh, where'd you get Beauty and the Beast? Did you buy it on TV? She's like, no, I've I've had the DVD since you were a little kid. Oh, I'm like, what? Shit. Holy smokes. I just have one last question. Did you have an answering machine growing up when you were a kid? Answering machine. Still to this day, the same answering machine. If you call my mother's house, it's the same same answering machine as I had from when I was a kid. Is that is, <laughs> is that outgoing message a song that, you're, that you and your mom are singing or your mom is singing? Is it like a jokey type thing or is it just a straight up Or message? are you involved in the recording? I'm not it? involved in recording. It's something to the... If, I know if I called, she'd pick up right now. So And then I, if I told her, please don't pick up for the show, she'd be like, no, I, she'd just keep picking up. <laughs> so it was, it was some, it was, it's something like, hi, hi, you've reached... Lynn. I haven't lived there in 15 years. She goes, hi, you've reached Lynn, Chris, and Larry's house. Larry's the, my mother's dachshund. She's like, you've reached Lynn, Chris, and Larry's house. <laughs> 
We're not home right now, but please leave a message after the beep, and I'll call you back as soon as I'm done feeding my dog. Garabaggio. Yes. Fucking track, man. Yeah, yeah. He does well with the tipping and shit like that, but he's fucking queen strike. Nice try, pretty boy. (laughs) You almost made it out of here, bro. My mother still has a rotary phone, too. Holy shit. Yeah, she just doesn't like to part. Broad's old school. I like it. Wow. Okay, naming the dog in the answering machine major trash. The fact that the dog has a human name real trash. Yeah. And I, and that and I got to take all the credit on that. My mother said you can name the dog and I said for me mom there's only one option. Uh, there's only one option. It's got to be a funny human name. So out of those the only three options that come to mind, Larry, Gary or Harry, <laughs> you pick which one and she picked Larry. <laughs> I think if you have a pet, it has to be a funny human name. Like the funniest dog I've ever seen is I was at the dog run with my dog Larry, and there was a 300-pound Rottweiler named Josephine. <laughs> Some fat chick from Queens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, deal, sealed, sealed the deal with the answer machine. You're yeah, fucking you're trash. trash. I love it, baby. Trash. We came clo- I came close to class. Came you know? real Dude, you really, you hate- The last questions, as yeah, far as I'm concerned. It happens. How, do more people who come on the show go class garbage? Is it 50-50? Uh, garbage. It's yeah. all, I mean, all garbage. All, everyone's yeah. garbage. Doesn't matter where you came from, money, this, that, the other thing. Yeah. 99.9% of people are trash. Have you had Schultz on? Yeah, he we had Schultz on early. And you gave him garbage? Nah, no garbage. I mean, that kid is fucking classy. Yeah, he's all yeah, class. Father's class. a ballet instructor. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like he's like new. He now he's like new money trash a little bit. Like Got he's it. going to these fancy restaurants. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's yeah, but he yeah. does it right. Yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't. But he does it right, man. Tim Dillon would be an interesting one to get Can't on. Can't wait here. to yeah, have we'll Timmy when, when is back. fucking. You you don't see the class coming with that kid because you're like, oh, this is you know, his kids are fucking dirtbag from Nassau County, and then mm. you talk to him like, oh no, Timmy is classy. He knows, it, he knows his way around a good restaurant. Timmy's yeah. classy, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why we can't wait to have him on is because I want to get some official rulings from him. On, Tim on, on actually should, yeah, he would change the scope of the show because he may be able to tell you you're not asking the right question. Yeah, he could yeah, write yeah. the Constitution. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, honestly, that's really of this that's great really, country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the Tim of rights. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chrissy D, man, this was Thank fucking you. unbelievable. Thank you so much for coming. And you got anything Thanks you want to let the folks out there know? Um, yeah, uh, you can find ChrissyComedy.com. I got a uh, uh, Phoenix, Arizona coming up. Uh, Vogel Theater in New Jersey. Um, you know, uh, uh, I got a podcast, Hey Babe, with Sal Volcano. Of course, History I is with Giannis Pappas. Um, you know, check us out. Yeah. That's Fucking it. Fucking beautiful, man. Thank what you, a great guys. time. Kippy, what do you got for him? As always, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Full video available YouTube and Patreon.com. Help us keep the fucking lights on, guys. Thank you so much for the support. What an episode. We love you guys. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Peace. Gang, I told you I'd be back to talk about Stereo App, didn't I? Well, here I am, so sit back and listen. Stereo App users can engage with the platforms. They can listen in. They can seek out topics. They can join conversations and issues that interest them. All right? There's a wide range of conversations going on on the Stereo App. You got comedy. You got pop culture. You got lifestyle. You got sports. It's absolutely fantastic, and it's also available for iPhone and Android users. All right? It's something for everybody. Okay, and Kippy and Uncle Hank are going to be doing their first show January 28th at 9 p.m. We're going to be on the Stereo app. So go to Stereo.com slash Garbage and sign up and get ready. January 28th, Thursday night, 9 p.m. on the Stereo app. Are You Garbage is going to be going live, and we could not be more excited. Thank you. <laughs>